Life, whether you like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. In this week's episode, meet Victoria Austin. Victoria struggles with mental illness, having been diagnosed with bipolar PTSD. She finds herself on a daily basis in the battle for her mind and asking herself, God, are you real? What's real, what is not real? Help me to hold on. Brace yourself, guys. This is going to be a good one, but it is going to be a hard one to listen to. I held on to this one for a while before deciding to put it out, not wanting by any means to cross over my own friend's privacy. But this is a message she wanted delivered. So I pray that you all will listen closely and learn that we are in a battle, a spiritual battle for our lives. And for those of us with mental illnesses, the battle is very real. I call this episode, God, Are You Real? Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. All right, guys, I'm excited for you to meet my friend. We have known each other since we've been here in Reno. She moved away from me, but that's okay. I don't take it personally. (laughs) But I'm looking forward to you meeting Victoria and learning about her life. I think there's so much to garner from it. So so tell us who you are. First of all, just give us your name. Tell us a bit about you. My name is Victoria. I am a 49-year-old woman divorced. I have two kids, one, two, three, four grandkids. That's funny. I had to count. Uh, live in Utah. <laughs> I've been in several states, Illinois, Michigan, Nevada, now Utah, North Carolina. So I want to talk about your journey because so often as Christians, we think our journey will be, should be a smooth one which is not always the case. Right. So, and I know yours has not been. So I want you to share as much as you feel comfortable sharing. And also, how do you hold on to God when your journey is so rocky? Right. So right now, I am struggling a lot with, I've never ever doubted that God was real ever in my life. It was just always a thing. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. it was always the truth and something to the pur- a purpose, you know, the right. purpose should strive to live for. And then, so I thought I had this connection with God and now I'm feeling abandoned. Right. 
So what brought us, I'm just going to ask a lot of questions. So, you know, forgive me if I cross over, you know me, just say BJ. <laughs> what brought you to, I feel abandoned by God in, in what area of your life do you feel like God has abandoned me? Because my God wouldn't, wouldn't let me go through this, you know, that's, that's what I'm thinking. And then, right. That's where the, am I not good enough? Did I not repent enough? Did I, you know, it's like, why, why? And then part of me is trying to hold on saying there is, there is a reason. It's just hard. Now to the listening audience, when Victoria talks about my God would not let this be happening to me. Victoria struggles with, as I mentioned in our intro, bipolar, PTSD, and in all honesty, we are recording this in segments. So there will be pieces in which we are talking today. There are some pieces in which we talked months ago because you always want to, well, quite honestly, it's just different from day to day. And Victoria's been so open and honest with me and allowing me to walk with her through this journey that I honestly feel it's a journey we all need to learn and listen closely to. So, Victoria, I I want to really talk about what can we learn from you, from so many who are in this battle that I can't begin to fathom, I can't begin to understand, but I know that I love a lot of people who are in it like yourself. What do you want? What does it feel like for you trying to do what we're trying to do who are not handicapped, I'm not even sure if that's appropriate, with your own battle of the mind? Duh. People don't understand that your brain, it's strong. And when there's a battle in your own brain, and you can't get away from it. You can't just walk away and say, we're not having this conversation. Because you're having this conversation. Right. And 10 million things are going on at once. And they're going very fast. And they just... It's like a a merry-go-round. It's very, very, very fast. And there's little pictures of things. And it gets very overwhelming. And I don't know how to act. Um, I have learned how to react to people's responses. If... Even if somebody is just thinking about something and they look like they have like a uh, look on their face, mm-hmm. 
then I feel like I have to change something or I have to say I'm sorry or that's not what I meant. And I have a very hard time articulating things. And um, I'm just now getting back to where I can put sentences together at a normal pace. Right. Um, I wish that my son would understand that it's not something I can control. Right. And I don't like not being in control. <laughs> I think that's why I try to control everything so that I know what's happening. I know when, I know sometimes why, but when I'm not in control of things, then it's even more chaotic. And in therapy, they had the serenity prayer. Mm -hmm. And there's things that we just say, I can't control this. I can't control this. I can't control this. Yeah. But whereas somebody would have a normal reaction, like, okay, if that's how it's going to be, that's how it's going to be. I have to stop every time and say, what can I control? What can I not control? What should I do? Should I do anything? If I say something, then I go home and then I think about what I said and I shouldn't have said that. And then I go back and then I just apologize like profusely. And people are like, what are you even talking about? Because to me, it's this huge thing that I become obsessed with. And to other people, they just, they're just like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And then I just feel stupid. Right. Right. Well, let me ask what, because uh, I know our time is a short period of time here. What can, or what do you want other people who don't have this burden to carry? What do you want them to know? What do you need from other people? That's a really hard question. I just need to know that I'm safe mm -hmm. and that I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah. And we always want to use the Bible and say, oh, they're not doing this and they're not doing this or I'm not doing this. And people sometimes have a different way of getting there. And it's, it may be sloppy. It may not make sense. It may be the complete opposite of what you think it should be. But eventually, I get there. Yeah. Wow. That's important. I, I don't want to run past that because I think that's important for everyone to hear, but it's super important for leaders to hear, is that you do eventually get there. And I have watched you, I have watched Victoria, for those who are just listening in, climb some mighty steep hills 
and slide back down almost to the bottom rung, sometimes to the bottom and beyond and get back up and start that climb all over again. But eventually she gets there. And how often do we lose faith in one another because we slid back down rather than the fact that you're still climbing? And I just, I, I applaud you, Victoria. I, I know, I, I know everybody who's listening, I know that this is truth. And I know that it is not smooth. I know it's not easy. And I know it's not pretty. But if we can listen to the words that are coming out, when times are good, there's a clarity as clear as a bell. And that clarity is what we're hearing today. She's saying, eventually, I do get there. I just need a helping hand. I go through a lot of grief because of it, but you can't say to me, oh, do this. Oh, just do that. Oh, just pray. I don't even know what to say to God. But as long as I can say, I know you're here. I know you love me. And I'm doing my best. And I just hope that that's enough. That's beautiful. I think that's the answer, honestly, for all of us with everything. With everything. I know this is hard. Thank you for opening yourself wide. My whole point is I want us to learn from this. You know, we have to learn how to best support each other. And like you said, it's not just a blanket, one size fits all. And the only way we're going to learn that is we need to hear each other's pain, hear each other's journey, and hear the struggle that people are going through. So you know I love you, right? <laughs> and I'm there with you whether you're in a hospital or not in a hospital I got you and I will walk with you always this is this is fascinating I, I wanted to have you like I said for the audience I've spoken to Victoria a lot I've, I've spoken with Victoria literally in the midst of her manic stages um, but I, I just find it interesting as Christians how do we navigate um, faith and mental health because they right. they really honestly don't always make sense together. So well, when your mental heart, health has a lot to do with your feelings and your emotions. Right. And then when you're a person like me, you associate your feelings with your mind mm -hmm. instead of, I mean, it's like everything has to have a reason. Everything has to have a purpose. Every, right. And it's, there's, it's so much instead of things just are Right. Or you don't have to know every reason why, and you're not going to, so quit, just stop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that, that stopping becomes almost impossible to a, yeah, to a mind that's when broken. You, when you feel like you just bore your heart, you know, trusted. Right. Without just trusted fully. Right. 
right. loved fully. It was so real. And to have it not turn out or whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know everything's not going to be easy. I know this. I'm not stupid. Right. But the pain is so unbelievable Mm. and it the doubts which is like uh, you know uh, how dare you say god are you real if you're really real Mm -hmm. if you are really there Mm -hmm. then you gotta you gotta do something right right so how do you thank you victoria I, i just thank you for being honest and open how do you and i know we've had these conversations how do you find the hand of God when everything is so muddied and so unclear? What, what? I guess just to put it more clearly, what keeps you holding on? The only times that I feel clarity mm-hmm. um, are when I'm talking about it. Because yes. when I'm talking out loud and somebody says well god is not real it's like he you know my first instinct is he has to be and when i'm within myself i just i can doubt and i can understand why other people can doubt i don't know i'm stronger when i talk to people who actually believe in god right and for me my faith has to be real and i keep taking this back to praying for unshakable faith Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because if i can get through this and and know whatever i know when i get through this it's what i'm gonna know right because it's all i got yeah everything i thought i knew it's like, did I miss something? Mm-hmm. Am I interpreting it wrong? I was reading in First Corinthians where it says, love is patient, love is kind, love is this, love is that. I was associating that with men. Right. And then I thought, well, love who? Mm. Be patient with who? Be kind to who? Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, I understand. But ultimately, God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is when you're honestly walking blind. And I think about blind Barmaeus, you know, when Jesus could have literally just placed his hand on his eyes and opened his eyes for him to see, but instead he had him walk blind to the other pool, which was further away to dip himself in, in order to receive his blessing. I don't know the answer. I don't know the reason. I don't know how far God's calling you to walk to receive your blessing, but I know there's a blessing in it. What I'm hearing, well, what what I'm hearing, there is. I'm hearing because we can feel, and that's everybody, whether it's mental health or something else, we can feel so broken in what we are struggling through that it's hard to see ourselves as an example to someone that we don't see as broken. But if you can, what I try to do, because if I don't see God's hand, I cannot breathe. 
And I, 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 I believe, which is why this, this podcast is what it is. I believe the hand of God is literally in everything, whether it's uh, mental health, whether it's all the racial injustice, whether it's from the things that women's women rights and all the stuff, all this crazy that we right. are faced with. I believe God's hand is still in it. And it is my responsibility to try to find it. And um, when I look at you, I, I see an incredible example. I know you don't see yourself as that, but you inspire me. And I know that you don't think that because we've talked about it, but I think it's important that you know, even in your worst, God is using you to inspire and motivate someone else. And I know that doesn't help as far as your bone being thrown your way. <laughs> if we look at scriptures, we'll realize that God used some messy, messy, messy people, right? Yeah. And therefore, no matter how messy we are, he can use us too. Now, he didn't explain them the why and the how in the moment. They just ventured through it messy. And that's what I was about to say. You inspire me because you just keep trudging through messy. Things take time, and I am not a patient person at all <laughs> whatsoever. It's not, it's, I can't even put it into words how right. I am like a microwave person. And even <laughs> a microwave takes too long. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> but even in your, I'm working on it. even in your impatience, Look at what God has done. He's brought you full circle into a relationship with the son that needed some work, but look at what he's done. And he's bringing you some peace in the midst of all of your uncomfortableness. That's the hand of God. Could it be greater or could he be doing more? Could he be rocking you more and holding you more tightly? In our human minds, yes. But I'm trusting that God knows what he's doing. And that he's got you exactly where he needs you to be for now. Mm -hmm. So, again, no matter how messy life feels and life is, you are an inspiration. Not just to my mind, but I guarantee you, you are impacting the lives of someone you don't even know who's listening to you right now. There is purpose in I, everything. Like I said, I, I hope so. <laughs> I know so. No, I'm serious. It's horrible because I don't know how to give hope. Yes. When I don't really have any. Yes. But there's something, there's something that just will not let me let it go. And yes. I, I remember how he, you know, he made us, he made us, yes. he made us. So there's something, there's something in there. And I'm afraid that it's not real, but I am not ready to let it go. Right. I'm not ready to chalk it up. And, I, right. and I, I'm not disrespectful. Like, I don't believe you're real. Right. Because, first of all, if I'm wrong, <laughs> you don't want to speak to God like that. That's not good. <laughs> you know? Right. Because it's, it's one thing to say, 
I'm having a problem believing that you're real, but if you're real, <laughs> you know, don't, I'm not being rude. Right. I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> if you think about it, what is faith? Tell me what faith is, because we're ticking down to our last few minutes something here. Something that you're, something that you're sure of, hopeful for what faith? Faith is being sure of what you hope for. And certain, and certain of what you do not see. Everything that you've just spoken about is what faith is. I know you don't feel full of faith right now. I know that right. I know that it's <laughs> not what is preached or taught, but the scripture says faith is being sure of what you hope for. And what you're saying is, I'm holding on because I believe something's out there and I can't let it go. That's what faith is. So yes, it's a real battle. I know. Spiritually. Yeah, it is. But I want you Especially to... when there's Satan going just, you know, if he really loves you, he'll yeah. take care of you. Yeah. And then just, I'll, I'll make the pain go away. You don't have to love me. You don't have to worship me. Right. Just let it go. Right. It's the and same. It's, it can't. <laughs> it's the, if you look at the... <laughs> You look at the temptation of Christ when, right after his baptism when Satan takes him up to the mountaintop and says, if you do this, then I'll give you. It's exactly the same thing he's doing. His tactics well, does Jesus not change. Knew. Well, Jesus knew. But Jesus knew. He knows. Yeah. Jesus would never waver. He knows. He's certain. He's sure. Yeah. But look at you. So do you. That's why you're still holding on, my sister. Give yourself <laughs> some credit. Because you're not as faithless as it feels. Now, feeling is real. But I want you to hear from someone who knows you well and loves you deeply. You are full of faith. Now, every one of us, we have faith that gets rocked. And you are in a rocking place right now. But your faith is stronger than ever because you are refusing to let go. Trust me when I say Someone is being moved by hearing your voice today. Well, good. <laughs> anyway, girl, you are my friend. You are you are awesome, and I love you to death. You know that, right? You are my friend. I'm so glad you're my friend. <laughs> always to the moon and back, in faith yep. and out of faith. I'm always walking with you. All right. Okay. I love you. Thank you for doing I this. I love you. Thank you for doing this. I really do love you. I know you do, or I can feel it. <laughs> Good. I really do. <laughs> and I miss you not being here in Reno, but that's okay. I'll have to come there and visit you. That would be fantastic. <laughs> All right, sweetie. Have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, I love you. Love you too. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. I hope you've been enlightened and encouraged. I want to say thank you to my incredible guests this week and a special thanks to my music man, Mr. David Burnett Graham. Follow me on Instagram, everybody. And until next time, be on the lookout for the hand of God.